Hello and welcome to another episode of Taking the Stand. And we are looking, uh, I can't remember if I made, did, made, made, did, made this joke last time, but we're looking forward to putting the stand back. But anyhow, so welcome to Taking the Stand, where we look here at Than at justice and how justice should be about freedom. And if justice isn't about freedom, well, then we're off to the races. Then we're in the reeds. And then it is time for you Dear viewer, dear citizen, dear fan, freedom fanatic, um, to take the stand with us to make sure that um, you assert your rights and you demand your freedoms. I can't remember who said it, but it's a it's a useful quote to think that a right is only as strong as the demand of the citizenry for that right. You have a right to justice. And if justice isn't about freedom, it's not justice at all. I am joined again by the wonderful Sarah Gon, the big chief, the, uh, the big chief, the big cheese, the you know tribal leader, the chairman Mao um, of Edonti, Educate, Don't Indoctrinate, uh, an organization, an entity that is taking aim at racism in schools and Sarah, if I uh, is that a fair introduction? I especially like the chairman Mao. But no, it's very fair. I mean, I, I, I take no prisoners, but I'm also the only employee of Edonti, so you know, you can put whatever appellation you like onto that one. I must say, well, if it, it um, if that is the case, uh, which I, I, I must say it probably is, then all strength to your arm. In fact, all strength to both of your arms, uh, because you are faced with um, quite a challenge and a challenge that FAN shares to an extent because the FAN Justice Project is all about justice and Edonti is about confronting what is called social justice but actually is something far from it. Now, in the first episode of this social justice, justice, social justice series, we looked at what's the difference. Last week, we had a bit of a perspective as to why it is a conversation that needs to be had in South Africa. And I, I thought this week we can really drill down into particulars, into we've gone from definition through to theory, through to historical significance. But now this is where the tire touches the tar to look at right. If we're going to speak about justice and capital S social, capital J justice, and compare it to actual, you know, just an equitable social treatment. What are we looking at from Edonti's side? Okay. What have you encountered along these lines of social justice wreaking, let's say, uh, you know, mild or perhaps less than mild havoc? Okay. Uh, just to remind that Edonti, Educate, Don't Indoctrinate is our name, is our website, and it's aimed specifically at educating parents, teachers, and, and kids about critical race theory in schools. Because one of the most pernicious things about critical race theory in schools is the obvious thing, is that you're training, educating children. And, you know, the, the, the Marxists know that the sooner you get the a, ch a child under your wing, the more you can indoctrinate them. And, in fact, we, to some extent, we liken a lot of the techniques they use to the techniques of cults. But that's that's a different discussion altogether. Um, we have been going very long, so we don't have a sort of vast amount to to, to call on. But we we have started to perceive a pattern now. Most of the CRT that 
occurs in schools, occurs in private schools. And I'll, I'll explain why this is, makes sense. And then the next grouping are good, very high quality public schools. Um, and very, I think very often they'll, you know, there'll be schools who will play the same sports against each other. In other words, there's, there's a, they make sense that they, they're, they're put together in one way or the, or the other. But what tends to happen, and it goes something like this, so a child or some children complain of an act of discrimination or racism, more specifically racism. The management of the school is a, gets to know about it and starts to panic and get concerned that they are not handling the case properly. They then go to probably other schools or other organisations who've dealt with this before who recommend consultants who for significant amount of money come in and they apply the, the ideology and the processes of critical race theory to making, making the children bit under, more understanding, better understand race, better understand racism. Uh, but I'm not sure it does it very much for race relations, which is to me the, the only thing that really that only the only thing that really matters. So that tends to be the pattern of how they get or what that we're perceiving of how they get into schools. Um, we're now starting to see that sort of educational organizations are playing a role, but we've got to flesh that out a little bit more still. So complaint uh, from instance, uh, which might be more, usually a child, which, I mean, let's be fair, which might be an actual instance of, of, of racism. I mean, for no moment are we denying racism. It's just um, uh, how do you actually solve it? So it's complaint. Panic from school as to what to do, um, perhaps an oversensitivity to to uh, the fact that you know perceptions about race is so dominant in South African media discourse mm. that this school really looking at other schools mm. don't want to go down that it. route. Yeah. So then they uh, identify this you know savior industry that seems to be developing about individuals that come to a school Nothing. and, you know, uh, drop some knowledge or, you know, uh, share lived experience. And now I think a very telling thing about non-racialism is you treat people as, you know, non-racial entities. You you don't think that you're just, you know, some limb of a group. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. well in other words, you treat people as people, not as the color of the people. The color is I mean, not what a radical idea. Yes. What a, so, so then, then assuming if these people are opposed to racism, they come to these schools to help them with racism or to help them work against racism. I'm assuming at that point it would be madness and utter lunacy to then say to help you with racism, I'm going to divide you into groups of black kids and white kids. Surely. That's not the next step. Oh, but it is. And uh, what what usually happens, and this is very much in the in the CRT mold, it doesn't always there isn't always a division. But our experience suggests that when the consultant comes in to talk to the pupils about anti-racism, and I will I will talk a bit about that. Um, they very often do. They divide the group the groupings up and. They will talk to the black kids. Now, I have to say up front, I don't know what they necessarily say to the black kids, but 
I can hazard a guess, because the reports don't tend to come from the black parents. They come from the white parents, where the kids are addressed by a consultant who teaches them about their white privilege, their white fragility, the fact that they come from an oppressor group and they are inherently oppressors and that it is coming to terms with this and acknowledging it and apologizing for it perhaps in order to right the wrongs of the black felt by the black kids who are encouraged to see themselves as victims now as you say that's not to deny that there were oppressive whites and their blacks haven't been victims but you what you're doing is you're casting upon people that you don't know thoughts and behaviors that you don't know they have you're assuming they have them by something as facile as the color of their skin and so essentially our concern and this is why our parents come to us and, and they are concerned is that they've got the kids going home and saying I, I feel like i'm being bullied or i'm very uncertain i'm afraid to open my mouth etc because what you've now done is you've emboldened empowered the victimhood grouping and you've disempowered the victimizer grouping and particularly, you know, kids at school level, you know, empowerment and disempowerment, hot mm. stuff, you know. Mm. And it's, it's, to my mind, if you want to improve race relations, you bring people together. You do not separate mm. them and you do not accuse them of anything on either side. Mm. You don't encourage victimhood and you don't um, chastise people for, uh, for being victimizers that at the age of 13 they could not possibly have been. So I, I think that, that is, is what is so unattractive about critical race theory. And also the fact that in America, it's, it's a concept that's developed from the history of slavery in America to, uh, and, and the descendants of slaves who ended up in a situation where they less than, just less than 15% of the population. Here, whites mm. are less than 10% of the population. And you have the very real risk of the tyranny of the majority upon the being visited upon the minority. So although we've had a terrible history, I would not for a second choose critical race theory as a way to improve race relations. I, and I think this is perhaps a, 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 one of the most toxic things about this push for a very specific type of social justice of which critical race theory through things like Black Lives Matter um, and, and you know, black first, land first, these sorts of movements really get pushed to the fore. Um, the, 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 the core evil here is that you're going to a child, a 13, 14, impressionable young kid, unsure of the world, um, unsure of themselves, as I think most kids of that age are, and then told either how weak they are or how evil they are mm. based on what people that happened to look somewhat like them did in another space, in another time. And, and that's where it's sort of, you've, you've got such a clear example of capital S, capital J, social justice, just ignoring one of the foundational elements of justice. And that is you are responsible for your deeds. If you committed an injustice, that's on you, my friend, not on anyone else. And it seems social justice, critical race theory, turns that idea of justice, you know, just 180 in the wrong direction. Well, you see, one of the problems with CRT, I mean, the idea of 
we've spoke we spoke before about social justice versus justice, but the, one of the problems with CRT is the inversion of language. So social justice is neither social nor is it justice. It's it's uh, for, 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 I can't think of a better way of saying it. Um, Anti-racism by implication means you are against racism, but anti-racism here means you will essentially develop one group of kids in one way and another group of kids another way. There is no equality, there is shame on the one side and there is entitlement on the other. So they don't use the word equality, they use the word equity, which means hmm. they used to mean you don't have equality of, of, of opportunity, you have equality of outcomes. Now how, the, how on earth do you create an equality of outcomes? It's, 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 a, it's a phony, it's phony because it also ignores the other side of, of the humanity you're dealing with. And that is whatever people may, whatever groups may people may fall into, they are actually individuals with yeah. individual aspirations, individual talents, individual abilities, individual resources. It's not to say one, the whole idea of equality of opportunity is to try and give more resources to those who don't have to give them a better chance of reaching, reaching equitable outcomes. But it's not, you know, I, I'm, mm. you and I are not each other. And that's what's so weird about CRT. And I'm sure your husband is very relieved. Um, Completely. But so, so I, I must say that this, this um, perniciousness of the inversion of language does really cut to this idea of being taught things, being communicated mm -hmm. things that are true or things that are useful. In Edonti's experience of, you know, I mean, you've been going for, I think, a month or two, and already you've received parents, you know, complaints from parents, teachers, and uh, uh, school kids about, you know, this happening to them. This inversion of, of language specifically, why don't they use terms like non-racial anymore? I mean, non-racial is, according to the CRT advocates, a far-right-wing, white, racist idea. But correct me if I'm wrong, it's in the damn South African constitution. It's, it's an aspirational value that our country was founded on. You see, what you're doing is, because you're creating a... a, a a, a relatively new theory and the the concepts of non-racialism and equality and equality of opportunity um are, 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 is are what you're actually railing against so instead of you can't use the language that you know if i go to a dictionary and it defines um racism as x and equality as y you've got to make it sound like it's that language but it's not that language so that's where you get equity anti-racism and, and terms like that and so they sound like but they actually usually mean the opposite they, they let's put I mean, I mean being you know none too polite about this crt is is um is is sort of brash and and uh and unforgiving mm. um so you know so it helps to create language that is similar to but the opposite of but not quite the same as and it's, that's it's, that's it's, one of the reasons I would be suspicious, you know, that one one is suspicious about. I mean, you know, if you mean non-racism to mean as it is defined to mean, and essentially that the you know you you don't you don't have a prejudice towards 
a person by virtue of a specific characteristic, what's wrong with using that? It's because that's not what mm. you're talking about mm. when you're talking CRT. I must say, I think as we head to the, towards the end of this episode, the topic of the next episode um, has become very clear, and that is what social justice with critical race theory as the sharpest point of that sword really is doing is taking away the idea of knowledge. It is saying that you can only have knowledge within a very specific scope of identity. I am a white male. I can only know what white males know. And I think that is such a toxic, dangerous thing. It goes against any idea of education. Well, it's 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 and by extension, it's it's a limited. You are you are deemed to have certain knowledge and certain knowledge only. So, for example, if you're a a, a, a really good male author, you cannot write about the female or the black experience um, because you haven't lived it. Now, to my mind, if you're skilled and you've been observant and you have knowledge, your 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 readers, not your CRT psychologists, but your readers will decide whether you've created mm. an authentic uh, an authentic character. But it's about not only what you know, but what what you think. And mm. more importantly, it's about you don't. It's it's about conformity. In other words, thought about how you operate in the social milieu must be of a, within certain parameters. You do not open your mind up to thinking about something here and the opposite there and do they meld and should you change your mind and is there a point being made that you haven't considered before i mean we would we're proponents of thinking anything and being exposed mm. to any knowledge so that you can become an ultimately well-rounded valuable human being my, mm. to my mind i mean one of the reasons i think crt so, other than one of the reasons crt is attractive in schools is because it's a very good time to trap kids into single modes of thought, single areas of knowledge. And the, the worst thing about it is, you know, if, if the whole experience between blacks and whites is what happened in America over 200 years, 150 years ago or longer, mm. um, you, you are ignoring and worse, discarding or you don't know anything about a much larger global history, some of which was as bad as worse worse as bad, better, whatever. But nothing is absolutely the same and everything has different consequences. So for us to base a methodology based on slavery in America over 200 years, that's 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 anti-knowledge. Is this mm. such a word? Well, if there can be anti-racism, there's certainly anti-knowledge. Mm -hmm. And I think perhaps the, the, the troubling sign of line is for, for folks, you know, watching and listening at home is the mark of a good education and a good school system used to be it's not who you know, it's what you're able to do. And CRT has stopped education and started indoctrination because now it's no longer what you know, it's who you are. It's worse than nepotism because nepotism at least isn't as selfish as mm. social justice with its capital S, it's capital J, and it's capital punishment for anyone <laughs> who dares to speak out against it. And uh, Sarah, with that, we are out of time for today. And let me perhaps insert a word of encouragement before I sign off here is if you're a young person 
or a parent or a teacher watching this, listening this, school level, universe level, even at, you know, in, in, in the corporate sphere where diversity training is now, you know, replacing a lot of good vibes, speak out. And if you speak out and you get targeted, contact fan, contact Edonti. We are here to back you up because we really don't care about what your grandfather did, what his father did. It's time to stop this nonsense. If you want social justice with a capital S, capital J, you can follow this rabbit hole all the way down. It's rabbit holes all the way down. But if you want justice, my goodness, stick with us, stick it out. We'll be there for you because in the end, if justice isn't about freedom, it's not justice. And your freedom is worth fighting for. Thank you very much, everyone. See you next week.